You're a little older and a lot wiser. The future is yours. Define aging on your own terms. Welcome to AARP Without Limits with your host, Mike Olander. Hello. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and welcome. This is AARP Without Limits, WPTF Talk Radio, disrupting aging with the power of 50,000 watts. And our podcast, of course, which is available at any time on demand at WPTF.com or at AARP.org slash NC. I'm your host, Mike Olander, director of AARP North Carolina. And during this holiday season, I want to wish you all happiness and joy and freedom from consumer fraud. Yes, today we'll be speaking with our own state attorney general, Mr. Josh Stein, about that very topic so you and your family can have the best possible holiday season and not become the victim of fraud. But first, ladies and gentlemen, my partner in crime and esteemed production engineer, Mr. Jason Kong. Jason, how are you today, sir? I'm doing great, Mike. It's good to see you, as always. Same here. And uh, we're just days away from the big day, from Christmas, if you can believe. One week away, in fact, from when this program airs. The countdown is certainly on, Mike. I hope you've I hope you at least have your game plan executed mostly. You know, there might be some loose ends, but I hope you're not uh, still trying to figure out what you need to get at Folks this can't see this over the radio, but he's giving me a look like you're not as responsible as you like people to believe, are you? No, I don't have all my Christmas shopping done. Um, I'm sure you do, though, right? Of course, you have everything uh, all packed. I've got up. the the big guns. They've been taken care of. You know, there's a, a couple. We need to dot a few eyes still, mm-hmm. but. Um, for the most part, we're in we're in good shape at this point. Oh, that's good. That's really really important. And for folks who are um, unaware of the uh, the complexity of home shopping and the risks to consumer uh, of consumer fraud during the holiday season, um, our guest when we speak to our attorney general in a few minutes, um, I think it's you're going to find this to be very very helpful. Um, for me, I have to say, um, though, I've got a Basically, I'm, I'm pretty much done with, with my Christmas shopping. Um, my kids, um, I think I might have mentioned to the, this to you at some point before, Jason, but I'm at the point now my kids are 11 and 12, and I just say, tell them, you know, they know, they know Santa's not out there the way they think he was, <laughs> or the way they used to think, let me say that. And um, I say, just tell me what it is you want. If you're real specific, I, if it's reasonable, I pretty much can guarantee you you're going to get it, you know? Like, but please don't make me guess. Don't don't make me um, uh, try to, to make a difficult decision here in, in, in figuring out what exactly you want because uh, kids, especially young people, you know, their, their interests change so much, uh, not just from year to year, but even from month to month, it seems. And um, with so many choices out there, and this is something I want to explore a little bit here with you, Jason. Um we had there have been a lot of studies that have been done on um, you know overindulgence and overabundance of choices um, and how not only are they can they not be healthy for you but also at the very least they leave little room for appreciation you know if you have so many choices available to you look let's look at like streaming streaming media right yeah you've got. Just the, just the number of streaming services to begin with. You've got Prime, you've got Peacock, you've got Amazon, you've got or yeah, uh, uh, Netflix. You've got all of these different services, right? YouTube, um, and then once you get into one of those, you have 
thousands and thousands and thousands of choices of what to watch. And it's at a point now where people will say, oh, you got to see this. It's amazing. And I'm so disinterested out of the gate because I'm thinking everything on there is interesting. (laughs) It's so hard to make a good choice when there are so many choices. And I think the same thing, too, when it comes to gifts. You know, you go on Amazon and you see just there are literally millions of things for you to buy. And in many cases, you can actually have them delivered to you that day. But so many choices, you know, you're o- it's overwhelming, right? And um, and uh, it reminds me uh, of the simplicity of, of when I was a kid. And in some way, you know, in, in a lot of ways, of course, life right now is immeasurably better than it was from when I was a kid. I was born in 75, so say 10 years old was 1985. Definitely a more simple time than, than now, right? Um and when I was even younger, say in 1980, you know, we didn't have cable TV. Um, we didn't have, uh, let alone, you know, streaming services or anything like that. Um, you got, your, your, your guide was literally a TV guide we got in the mail or you bought at, at, the, at the supermarket, at the checkout. And you would see the schedule of programming that was available on, like, the eight channels you had on your TV. You know, the dial started at 2 and ended at 13, and a couple of those channels, at least in our area, didn't work. And if you wanted to see something, like if you saw something in that TV guide, you needed to make – you needed a schedule. You needed to say, okay, this movie is airing at Friday at 8 p.m. This is the only time I'm going to see it. I don't have a VCR. I can't record. Didn't even know what a VCR was at that point. Um, and, uh, you know, you you really had to, like, commit to seeing it. Uh, but it was a big event, you know. And and I guess my point here is it was really easy to make those choices because, because you had so few options for entertainment. And the same thing, too, with shopping. You know, there were only so many stores in your area. You weren't, aside from the Sears uh, catalog, um, which you could do a mail order for or whatever, or call in their 800 number and call and order something. You had to actually physically go to a store, and you were limited by proximity and, of course, the available stock that they had and what was available at the time of the year. And if you got there quick enough to buy it before other people got it, right, um, you really had to, you know, it was kind of easier to make choices because you're like, well, it's either this one or this one, <laughs> and that's it. You know, have you run into that too? Was, was making selections difficult for you this year? It it is, and I as a gift giver, for whatever reason, I, I tend to put a lot of pressure on myself because you know you do want to give that perfect gift, but sometimes you may find that there well there's like four perfect gifts, so I got to narrow down between this selection here and you know which which one is going to have the best impact. But you're exactly right. I mean, especially with family members, you can think of a wide variety of things and trying to narrow it down, and you get stuck in this decision paralysis, and you have you know maybe like 20 items in your your shopping cart online and you're like okay well I've got to make some decisions here and narrow it down but you're exactly right you know the uh, the internet offers this weight of this essentially endless catalog of different things and colors and shapes and sizes it, it can get overwhelming it is and some of it's not real as we're gonna find out in a minute when we speak to our our guest um, I got a little quick story I got to tell you, though, because I think this relates to something that happened during one Christmas when I was a little kid, and I think my dad thought he was getting scammed. He really wasn't, <laughs> but he thought he was getting scammed. This was back at probably like 1980 or something, early 81, whatever, um, 
and the big thing for kids back then was the Transformers, right? Obviously, uh, huge now with the with the, with the, the movie franchise and, and the reissuing of toys. But when those original toys came out, there was nothing cooler. I mean, there was that. There was GI Joe. There were you know a few other things. Masters of the Universe. Anyway, I wanted one year this this character Soundwave, which looked like a little cassette deck, like a Sony Walkman, right? It wasn't a real cassette deck, you know, because the little cassettes were actually little robots that flew out of the guy. Very, very cool character, cool voice on the cartoon and everything. I had to have it. That was a great Christmas. I got a lot of great gifts, some Transformers, but I didn't get that one. Then uh, after Christmas, my dad winds up telling me, yeah, actually that one toy you wanted, Soundwave, yeah, actually I did get that for you, but... I brought it back, and I'm going, what? Turns out my dad bought this thing, and he was a very practical guy, and so in kind of typical fashion for him, he bought it, brought it home, opened it up, and went to go put batteries in it so I could use it right away, and then realized this thing, this must be some scam. This thing isn't a real cassette deck. And he packed it back up, and Jason, he brought it back to the store. And I'm sitting there, the horror going, oh, my God. You mean Soundwave was in this house and you brought him back to the store? <laughs> Absolutely amazing. So that wasn't a scam, um, but there are some very real scams out there. And uh, for that reason, I am very glad that we have our guests today. And uh, consumer fraud is always a concern year-round, but falling victim during the holidays is a surefire way to ruin your holiday spirit, as you can imagine. So in, uh, today, we are very happy to be bringing on our guest. This is North Carolina's Attorney General Josh Stein, uh, who knows more, just about more than anybody else out there, about how to protect yourself and your family from frauds and scams during the holiday season. Mr. Attorney General, thanks so much for being with us, and happy holidays. Yeah, Mike, happy holidays to you. It's a pleasure to be with you. So uh, fighting frauds and scams is a big part of your job year-round, but uh, during the holidays, you and your team, we know, are extra busy trying to educate North Carolinians about how to avoid becoming the victim of fraud. The holiday season is the busiest shopping season of the year, and that, of course, is ripe opportunity for criminals. So let's start off by asking, what do consumers need to know when shopping, particularly online? You hit the nail on the head. More money changes hands in the month of December than any other month during the year by far. And the criminals know that. So they try to stick their greedy paws in that flow of commerce to steal our money. Uh, one of the ways they do it is by creating fake, fancy websites that look completely real. And they'll put a very attractive merchandise on it and good prices. But the fact of the matter is, is they don't have any inventory and they have no intention of sending it to you once you send them money. So as we do more and more shopping online, uh, folks should buy from established companies, companies that they know. Or if you find some smaller company that you want to do business with, do some research. Find out what the customer reviews are to make sure that this is a legitimate company. One thing you can do is look at the URL, you know, the thing at the top of your uh, browser <clears throat> and make sure it says HTTPS, has that extra S and the lock icon, because that will tell you that this is a secure, legitimate website. Um, another caution, don't 
do business or be exceedingly careful about doing business with international companies because if they are crooked, the odds of you being able to ever get your money back is very, very low. Once you found the right website and you found the right product, we suggest that you use a credit card. Credit cards are really important because if the order doesn't arrive or it's not what you thought it was going to be, you can dispute it with the company and they can charge it back to uh, the, the retailer. Also, don't give out your personal information. Don't let anyone know what your social security number is, your driver's license number, or your bank account number. Uh, any company that is asking you for that is not a company, it's a criminal. Um, when you're dealing with a legit company, get the refund policy, make sure it's in writing. Uh, and once you've made your order, keep a good record of it, print out the page of your order and a description and photo of what it was you did order so that if there's an issue, you have uh, proof to show that they didn't deliver uh, as promised. This is all really, really great information. And we're speaking with uh, North Carolina Attorney General Josh Stein about how to avoid becoming the victim of fraud during this holiday season. That tip about the credit cards is so important because I know some people, myself included, you know, we don't like to accumulate credit card debt, right? Even if you can get rewards or miles or something like that, the more debt you have, the worse it is. And so um, folks, I think sometimes are like, well, let me just take, do it on my debit, get it done and over with. I don't have debt I have to worry about starting off the new year. But that point you make is so important because if, you know, there is a fraudulent charge, you know, it's it's the bank's money that's gotten taken, not yours, and they will work to resolve it and not yourself. Yeah, and if you do use your debit card and it is a fraud, you can dispute it, but it, because it's your money, you have a burden of proof to show to the bank, and it takes a long time for them to do the investigation, and there's no certainty they're going to rule in your favor. So I, I absolutely underscore everything you just said, Mike. Use a credit card, and if you don't like debt, just pay it off at the end of the month. Well, okay. So um, real quick here, just a, if assuming that you know everything goes well and somebody gets a package delivered to them, uh, we're hearing more and more about packages being snatched off of porches. What should folks know uh, about that, how to protect themselves from that happening? Well, the first thing is to know what the delivery date is so you can be paying attention. Uh, these folks are called porch poachers or porch pirates. And all they do is drive up and down the street looking to see where that shiny package is that they can walk up and steal. So when you know it's going to be there, get it off your porch as quickly as possible and into your house. If for whatever reason you're not going to be home, either ask a neighbor to pick it up and get it off the porch for you or have it delivered to a drop box where you can go and pick it up when you're when you're free. That's really, really good advice here from our Attorney General Josh Stein. We will be back after this short commercial break. This is ARP Without Limits. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is AARP Without Limits here on WPTF, also available always on demand as a podcast. Be sure to check us out on our Facebook, ARP North Carolina. We're speaking right now 
Uh, continuing our conversation with our state attorney general, Josh Stein, we're talking about how to pr- protect you and your family from consumer fraud during this holiday season. And we've been talking about ordering things online, uh, using a credit card instead of a debit card. So in case there is a fraudulent charge, um, you have a lot of pressure that's not on you, but rather on the bank uh, to resolve that. Um Jason and I, at the very beginning of the show, we were talking about how difficult it is to get somebody the perfect gift, uh, Mr. Attorney General. And uh, and so we know there are a lot of people who are opting for gift cards because it's a really easy gift and essentially it's, it's cash and people have a lot of flexibility with how to use that gift. But there are some things that people need to know, correct? Because that is a potential opportunity for fraud. No question. I mean, gift cards are convenient and the recipient always uh, always enjoys it. Uh, but this is, like anything else, a place where criminals operate. So one, stick with stores you know and trust, a, a legitimate brand that you know that they will be able to back up uh, the credit that's on that gift card. Be careful about buying them at the rack because what the criminals are doing now is they're scanning the numbers and they get some notification when you activate it, and then they may immediately deplete the account of uh, of its value. So best to buy it behind the counter uh, or make sure that the sticker on the card has not been tampered with uh, and that the PIN number on the back isn't showing. Uh, so first and foremost, make sure it's a, a legit gift card that is secure. Uh, and get a receipt. Make sure you keep your receipt because in case the gift card uh, has, e- has either been uh, ripped off or lost, that way you have some potential to get some refund. That is some really good advice. You know, I have to admit, when I buy a gift card, I don't look at the back of it. I usually just look at the dollar amount that's on the front and going, okay, I can afford this, right? Uh, and not looking at the back. But that that's a really, really good tip. While we're on the topic of gift cards, I know there are scams where people are asked to purchase a gift card in order to pay a debt. And this isn't just something, you know, isn't something related to the holidays, but year-round that happens. How does this uh, this scam work, and what do people need to know? Well, the first thing is gift cards are for gifts, not to payments to governments. And whenever anyone contacts you and says you have some debt and let's resolve it by you're paying me by a gift card, 10 alarm bells should be ringing in your head because it is absolutely a criminal trying to steal your money. Uh, We'll hear reports of People saying that the Social Security Administration or the IRS or the local sheriff called me and said I had some big debt and either they were going to close my Social Security account or they were going to send the feds to arrest me for failing to pay my tax bill or I had some local property bill. And the only way we can keep the, the police from bar- breaking down your door in the next two hours is if you pay us right now with a gift card. Right there, when they say pay us with a gift card, first of all, the government never asks you to pay over the phone. But if they say pay you with a gift card, hang up that phone because it is a criminal. Mm. And that should be a no-brainer to most people. I know here we are, folks listening to the radio or listening to the podcast, and they're calm and they're not under the pressure that you get when somebody calls you and says you have to pay a debt. You know, for us, we're thinking, oh, of course, I would never do that. But if somebody calls you and says, you know, you're 
you know, this is the government, you know, you're, you're going to be arrested if you don't do this, especially if you are somebody who is older, perhaps a shut-in. These folks in particular are often targeted. Isn't that right, sir? Yeah, they are. And, and to be honest with you, the criminals are so convincing. I mean, they should win Oscars for their, their deception. A, a close relative of mine who was in her 50s called me after getting a voicemail from the Social Security Administration saying that her account had been frozen and she wasn't going to get payments when she turned 65 until she came up with some money. She didn't know whether it was real or not. And I had to reassure her that no, the Social Security Administration would never make a call like that. So it's not only age, it's not only age, but you're right, it's fear. And when people are afraid, uh, they don't make the best decisions. Hmm. Always good to take a breather in those moments uh, and give yourself a moment to really think this through. Last question for you, sir. We know you're a busy man. We really appreciate you spending some time with us. You and your team not only educate consumers about this stuff, but you go after the bad guys. But we know part, part of your success depends on consumers educating you and your team about what scams are out there and what they're hearing and what types of things are approaching them. Tell us a bit about... How can people report fraud in, whether they suspect it or whether they've actually fallen victim to it? it very easy. It, by phone, it's 877-5-NO-SCAM, uh, 877-5-NO-SCAM. Or they can go through our website, which is ncdoj.gov slash complaint. And it really helps us to hear from people about what scams they are seeing because then if there's all of a sudden an uptick of a certain type of scam, then we can then put out consumer alerts across the state and notify other people so that they don't fall victim themselves. That is great to know. So folks listening, you are the front lines of defense in many cases when it comes to this. Mr. Attorney General Josh Stein, I want to wish you and your family the happiest of holidays. We want to thank you so much for your time. We're going to let you go now. Go on after the bad guys. Uh, and uh, keep us all safe here in North Carolina. Um, that is a wrap for our program today. This has been AARP Without Limits. I want to thank the Attorney General for being our guest. Thank you to Jason Kahn for production. Thank you for listening. This is AARP Without Limits. I'm Mike Olander with AARP North Carolina signing off.